You're listening to episode 12 of Weight Coach with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. Hey listeners, you're not going to believe the week I've just had. But just before I headed out to California last week, I had the most amazing free mini session with one of you listeners. And I'm going to start working with her this week. I'm really excited about it. She is already so dedicated to doing the work. I can just tell. And I'm so excited for her. It was like she's been listening to these podcasts and applying stuff already. So she was just already getting it. It's so good when I get a new client like that, that I know is up for doing the work and such a perfect fit. So that's got me really excited and other things too. Wait, I've got a special message about mini sessions today because this coach is on a mission. So stay awake with me here and listen to the end. You don't want to miss this. I've just come back from a three-day coach's mastermind at the ridiculously fabulous Omni La Costa Resort in Carlsbad, California. No wonder Oprah used to gush about her show's guests staying at the fabulous Omni Resort. This place was incredible. First of all, it's huge. It's got a world-class golf course, tennis courts, pools, spas, shops, the Chopra Meditation Center, restaurants, I mean, and the grounds were bathed in flowers all in perfect bloom, like a movie set. I have no idea how that was maintained. I just soaked in all the incredible beauty there. Even the little patio outside the French door in my room was surrounded with gardens. And in the evening, the fragrance sitting out there was amazing. But even better was the mastermind itself. I would have wished for more personal time to enjoy the resort, but we were in meetings and presentations from early morning. One day started as early as 7 o'clock in the morning to past 5 o'clock in the evening. And then there was no relaxing and going back to my room because there were over a hundred of us coaches there. And gosh, we were just catching up and sharing, uh, going to dinner together and talking nonstop for three days. A mastermind can take various forms. For those of you who don't know what a mastermind is, and I know a lot of people don't know what a mastermind is, it can be an ongoing group of professionals from various backgrounds who meet up regularly to stay accountable and share information and challenges. Or it could be what I just attended, a gathering of like-minded professionals. Um, for us, it was like-minded coaches for three days of amazing content, workshops, and speakers. There was so much good stuff going on in my brain by the time I left, even including having spent over four hours with Thomas Sterner, who wrote The Practicing Mind. His insights are generalized to life, but I immediately saw how his book can be applied to weight loss. So I'm home now to share all this goodness with you and all this excitement of coming back from the mastermind. We were assigned the practicing mind to read before our annual certified coaches mastermind. And it's an amazing book. 
Um, it was, of course, made even more amazing having those four hours with the author. Tom gave us a more in-depth look into quieting the mind and making practice the focus and not the goal as the focus. What staying in the present can do for you is what he showed us and how to stay in the present. Our current lifestyle of cell phones and social media is creating a lack of focus and attention. You know, I used to be able to curl up with a book for hours. I would, oh my gosh, even when I was a kid, I would like hide under my blankets reading at night so I wouldn't get in trouble for not sleeping. <laughs> and I would read a whole book in one night. But now I can find it hard to stay sitting and focused for more than a few pages. I'm already wanting to jump up again and go do something else. The urge to multitask is overwhelming. And our culture is losing the ability to become immersed in a task. Our kids can only stay focused for minutes. They have no experience of staying in the present moment because they're growing up with cell phones and iPads and video games and all of that multitasking that we do. For those of us that are older, we're beginning to lose this ability as well, even though we at least had the experience of it. For those of us who were raised before cell phones and computers and all of that distraction, we were growing up at a time when nobody was multitasking. I don't think my family ever even ate anything in front of the television set. If we were going to watch TV, we sat down as a family. We turned on the show we were going to look at, like Ed Sullivan or Bonanza. Okay, I'm dating myself. <laughs> I know that. But it's like we sat down as a family for this event for TV, and we did nothing else. We stayed focused and present right on that. We've, we've kind of lost that. So to get back in the present, quiet the mind, meditate is what we need to do. More about meditation later. For now, I want to show you the difference in getting into the presence with the process instead of chasing a goal and how that applies to weight loss. Not that setting goals is a bad thing. It's an excellent thing. But in the U.S., we are so goal-oriented. We are 100% focused on the end game and not at all right in the moment with ourselves. Do we have the patience to even stay with a process that's going to move us closer to our goals? Thomas Sterner talked about archery. For years, our U.S. archery team was losing to the Japanese. The Japanese were crushing it. It seems the approach to the entire process of archery was completely different for the Japanese than it was for the U.S. archers. Our archers were all about hitting the bullseye, and that was the focus of their practice. But Eastern thought is a very different thing. They didn't focus on where the arrow was going. Instead, their focus was on the art of drawing back the bow and releasing it. They were in the process. It was the process they worked on perfecting with no attachment at all on where the arrow went. That's what made them so good at this. Eventually, our U.S. coaches picked up on this and began working with our U.S. athletes to develop this ability to focus completely on perfecting the process and not on the end result.
Have you seen the Olympic divers standing beside the pool with their eyes closed and they're going through the process of their upcoming dive over and over again? Practice. They are totally in the moment and in the process. So what does all of this mean for you? What on earth does this have to do with weight loss? Everything. We have a weight loss goal. Maybe we've even learned to break it down into smaller goals so we're not overwhelmed or easily distracted. Maybe you want to lose 50 pounds, 75 pounds, 100 pounds. That larger goal is going to stay in your mind, even when you decide to shoot for the smaller goal, say the first 20 pounds. So you can hit 20 pounds, celebrate, and set your next small goal. But all the while, we're pounding away, chipping away at the goal, and we miss out entirely on the process. Weeks and months go by without our attention, without providing any emotional growth, without any joy, because we're just flogging ourselves towards the goal. The goal is supposed to be our reward, our joy. But we're working weeks to get it. The joy is there all along, but we're missing it. Getting into the process and practicing it is how we can better achieve our goals. First, you need to fully plan and understand what your process is. This is your practice, like learning to play piano. At first, it feels clumsy, like your fingers are in pain trying to go where they need to be. But each stanza of music can get your 100% focus until your fingers start to feel a little more comfortable going to the needed keys. Eventually, it becomes ingrained, second nature, and that piece of music just flows through you. So it'll be with your practices you set up to resolve your weight issues. You can have your goal, but that is not the focus. First, you have to get into the moment and into the practice. So it feels uncomfortable to learn to tune into your hunger. And why are you fooling with hunger scale lessons when you know you need to be eating less and getting the pounds off? Fooey with all that minus two to plus two, journaling, looking at your own thoughts. What is all this bogus stuff? It's the process, the practice that will make you successful. And those pounds will come off and stay off. It'll be permanent. I'm sure you've just flat out dieted in the past, maybe even worked in regular exercise to chip away and take off the pounds. But how is that working for you? Are those pounds still gone? Step back. Begin the real work of learning your body and you. Get into the moment, into the process Stop focusing on where your arrow's going. Start perfecting the process instead. Your arrow will hit the bullseye. Daily meditation is just being able to still the mind and notice your thoughts and that will help you strengthen your ability to focus on the process and not let arrows fly all over the place. Five to 10 minutes every day, sit quietly, just notice your thoughts or just watch your breath as it goes in and out. Will you be still immediately? No. Meditation is supposed to feel so wonderful and the mind is goes quiet and all that, right? No. 
It's hard to sit still for 10 minutes. It's not comfortable because you haven't learned it. Is your mind still chattering all over the place? Why doesn't it silence? I must not be doing this right. Yes, you are. Of course your mind is chattering. Allow it. Just notice the thoughts and let each one go. You might come to the time that suddenly you realize your mind was quiet. And you think, wow, my mind fell into silence. Of course, as soon as you think it, it's no longer silent, right? But that's okay. Just let the thoughts chatter on through. Notice them. Do not attach. That means you're not going to get tangled up in the thought and follow it up with more thoughts about that thought and thoughts about that thought. If you're thinking you're not good at this, stop. Meditation has no right way or wrong way. And it's certainly not another thing for us to beat ourselves up over. We all do that, don't we? When you see the yogi sitting in silence, smiling, do you think he's floating in nirvana? Maybe he is, but maybe he's thinking, wow, my mind was still. Oh, there I go again with thoughts. And that was another one. <laughs> it's actually an easy practice. Remember, it will not feel comfortable or natural immediately. This is how practice and learning works. Sitting, listening to Thomas Sterner, I've come home to notice all the habits I have throughout my day. When you're practicing, you're just ingraining a new habit. If you find an old habit that's not serving you, a habit that results in your weight staying up, then you can choose a new habit to replace it with and begin practicing that new habit, just like learning to play a piece of music on the piano. But first, what are your habits? Not all are bad. Many serve great purpose. The habit you have of brushing your teeth, the one that would feel weird if you skipped it, that's a keeper. But maybe you really drag your heels about flossing. Did you find that you have a habit of sitting down for 30 minutes every night to listen to the evening news? Boom. Put the floss next to your chair and use it while you're listening to the evening news. Oh yeah, your fam might say, ooh, mom, give them a piece of floss. Tell them to quiet their mind. <laughs> you can ingrain that as a practice and maybe eventually Give up listening to the news, but your evening would feel weird if you didn't get that flossing in. That's just a minor example. So I got up this morning and started just noticing all of my morning habits, opening the window shades every morning in the same order. I just kind of walk around my house and start opening the shades. I go to the bathroom. I step on the scale. I go make coffee. I come turn on my computer. I start working on my computer. I notice all these. They are habit. It is so routine. I do all of this without even thinking about it. This is just what we're going to do around weight loss. Discover your thoughts, your beliefs, and start noticing your current habits. Then begin new practices and ingrain new thoughts until they become second nature. We're not going to make the weight goal our focus. Instead, we're going to do the work and love the work and hopefully love us as part of the process. As a matter of fact, this has to do with my mission for the next 60 days. 
I want to do 100 free transformations in mini sessions. At the end of the two months, I'll jump on my podcast and draw a name from the previous month's signups for free mini sessions to give away a $100 Amazon gift card. What? That's right. I'm not only giving away free transformation, I'm giving away not one, but two $100 Amazon gift cards during those 60 days, one at the end of each 30-day period. Why am I doing this? Not because I'm a mad woman, although I know you're all beginning to suspect that, but because I know not many people even know what a life coach does. I want to get it out there, what I do as a weight coach and what I do as a life coach. I can only handle 10 spots a week for mini sessions, and I'm offering this here and on my other podcast, which is Widowcast. So these spots are going to fill up pretty quickly. We'll get on a phone call together for about 30 minutes where we can identify something that's currently causing you emotional pain, something that's just an, a real issue for you right now, and we'll resolve it right then, right on the call. I'll also tell you about the programs I offer and if you would be a good fit to work with me. You'll get one piece of actionable advice and get to experience what it's like to be coached by me. No obligation, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? I would love to talk to you. You can schedule a session with me just by going to talktojoanne.com. And remember, there's no E on my name. It's just J-O-A-N-N. Talktojoanne.com will take you directly to my scheduling calendar. So go do it. I hope you've learned something new here today. That book, if you're wanting to get it, is The Practicing Mind by Thomas Stirner. And that's Thomas with a T-H-O-M-A-S, Stirner. It's well worth the read. It really is. So have a fantastic week, my good people. Jump to talktojoanne.com and schedule a mini session. And I'll see you back here next week. Until next time. 